Entrepreneur on Fire, episode 378. The most inspiring stories from today's most successful entrepreneurs. Join John Lee Dumas and today's Entrepreneur on Fire. Did you know that Dane Maxwell, co-founder of the foundation, set up his entire business on Entreport in under seven days? After a pain-free launch, Dane has seen a 500% increase in revenue. Find out more at Entreport.com slash fire. Onnit is a health and wellness brand focused on encouraging a peak level of human performance through a combination of both physical and cognitive methodologies. To get 10% off your supplement purchase today, go to onnit.com slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. Okay, Fire Nation, let's get started. I am simply thrilled to introduce my guest today, Daniel Himmel. Daniel, are you prepared to ignite? Totally. I'm totally ready to ignite. (laughs) All right. After a decade of online experience working or consulting with mega companies like Mary Kay, Radio Shack, Fossil, and others, Daniel finally said enough and did what most people trapped in the corporate grind dream of. He took his annual bonus check with his left hand and handed over his resignation letter with his right. A few startups later, he now makes 100% of his money online with no bosses, no cubicles, no FaceTime. I've given Fire Nation just a little overview, Daniel, but take a minute. Tell us about you personally. We want to get to know you. Then give us an overview of your business. Oh, uh, yeah, great. I'm, uh, I'm happy to, to talk about this. I'm really passionate about uh, telling my story and, and, awesome. and hopefully inspiring other people. That uh, It is true. I... Uh, I planned my kind of escape route from corporate America, and when I was ready to do it, I, I waited a little bit. I waited around a little bit longer for my bonus check, and I, <laughs> I indeed uh, I took my bonus check with my left and handed in my resignation with my right. Uh, greatest feeling in the world. It was uh, it was so exciting, uh, but also you know it is very scary at the same time. Well, you got to rush home and really cash that check quickly before they cancel it on you. <laughs> I, I seriously was worried about that because the bonus <laughs> checks weren't direct deposited, but I and I and I went like right away. But uh, uh, you know, it, I was with Mary Kay at the time, and and they were totally cool about it. They understood my direct boss; he totally understood. Uh, but um, it, it was a great feeling. Uh, since then, I'm I've kind of done a, a serial uh, startup after another. Not always, uh, not all of them have been successful, but of course. Uh, plenty plenty of them have. Uh, and I just go from one project to the next. Uh, not everything I do has to do with technology, but I always, uh, there always is uh, some technology in it, um, either just automating or just using uh, internet marketing to to market the the product. But I've just got a one project for the next, um, and, and I love it. I, I wouldn't change it for a world. I can't. I can't imagine going to a commute in the morning. I can't imagine having a boss ever again. I mean, I certainly would if. Uh, if I was under dire, dire circumstances, uh, I would be willing to do that, of course, for me and my family. But I, I just couldn't imagine. I'm so far removed from that lifestyle now that it's, it's amazing. You've crossed that line, Daniel, now, and it's kind of hard to go back over once you've seen the quote-unquote light. And before we dive more into your story and some of these startup successes and failures, give us a little more personal background about where you're at, family, etc. When I talk to people about this, one of the interesting things uh, that I have is I'm not a I'm not a 20-year-old guy that lives in hostels that travels the world with no kids. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I have a, a, a wonderful wife, and I have uh, four kids. 
So, and I'm, uh, I just turned 41. So I did all this kind of in my late thirties. Um, and that's a different story than you hear a lot of times. Uh, a lot of times by the time people are in their late thirties, they're already kind of really dug into corporate America and middle management, have you, what have you. Uh, my story is a little bit different because I was able to do that and still succeed, uh, while carrying a, uh, a mortgage, nice cars, nice house, uh, awesome kids. Uh, so that seems to really resonate. So a lot of the email I get from people after I do talks like this is, is from people just like me that are, that are really stuck in the rut. And uh, a lot of times they just kind of think it's too late, but it's, it's certainly, certainly not. There is, uh, there is a way to do this. Uh, I mean, I'm, right now I'm in, um, in Texas, uh, Dallas suburbs. Uh, we love it here in Texas. Uh, got, once my kids are out of school, we will definitely be living more of a vagabond life, probably move uh, around the world quite a bit, but waiting for some kids to get through some high school and stuff. Well, I love that you are adding this perspective, Daniel, because we do have a lot of Fire Nation listeners who are in their 40s, who are in their 50s that are like, you know what? I get it, John. Like these 20-year-olds, when they have no mortgages, no families, no responsibilities, of course they can just throw caution to the wind and just keep having failure after failure after failure and finally stumbling upon success. But I don't have that luxury. And you're a great example. And I really want to dive more into exactly the mindset that you had to really conjure up to make this happen and then the path that you did take. But before we do, Daniel, we love starting Entrepreneur on Fire Off with a success quote. It's kind of what we do here to get that motivational ball rolling. So take it away. It'd be fun to give you like something from Seth Godin or one of those guys, but growing up, watch a lot of Bruce Lee, love Bruce Lee. He's awesome. And he has a quote saying, knowing it's not enough, we must apply. And I, I think that uh, really resonates with me because when I talk to a lot of people that are in this space, they just consume a lot of information, but they never apply it. They're always looking for, they always think, oh, I need to learn. I need to buy that next course. I need to learn one more thing. And uh, they really don't. They just need to sit down and, and start uh, applying it. So I think that's really a, a, a good one to live by. And I struggle with that as well. Sometimes I just go into this consumption mode where I can't get out of it. Well, give us that quote one more time, Daniel, and then tell us how you've applied it in your life fairly recently. Sure. Uh, knowing it's not enough, we must apply. And there's a second part to it. It said, willingness is not enough, we must do. And anytime I'm really overwhelmed or I think I got a lot on my plate or I'm, I'm struggling a little bit, all I need to do is, is break it down into easy steps and just get started. Just do one step. Um, when, um, when the latest new technology comes out of marketing and, and the you know, like, I don't know, Pinterest and everybody's saying, Oh, now you got to, you got to market on Pinterest. And, <laughs> and, uh, it gets kind of frustrating sometimes. And, and the idea is really you, you don't yet. What you need to do is, is just back up to where you were master one step at a time and, and just apply what you know. And there's lots of ways with the internet. Now you can just, you can learn just in time, just in time learning. So when you come to that step, you know, bookmark all that, save it all off, but, um, wait till you really need it before you start consuming it. Just in time learning. I love that. It helps us so much as entrepreneurs just really focus on our major task at hand and then only kind of tackle those things as they come and don't get overwhelmed. Don't get stressed by all of 
these bright, shiny objects that keep popping up everywhere. Just-in-time learning works for Daniel. It works for me, Fire Nation. So I love that. Thanks for sharing that, Daniel. And what I want to do now is really focus on your journey because, Daniel, Entrepreneur on Fire is a little unique as a podcast because we really like to go back in the day, back when you failed, back when you had challenges and obstacles that had to be overcome during your entrepreneurial journey. And again, as we alluded to at the beginning, this is really going to be powerful for a lot of listeners because a lot of listeners are in their 40s, 50s, and are wondering, is it okay for me to do this? They're in their 30s right now, and they're like, did I miss the boat? Did I have to be 24 years old to really start some entrepreneurial venture? And you're here to say, no, definitely not. But at the same time, you're also here to tell us your journey. So tell us a story of one time you did fail, and how did you overcome that, Daniel, and what lessons did you learn? Uh, sure. When I first started out, and it actually, it still happens to me today. When I first started out, and as soon as you make the the jump, a lot of people want to work with you. As soon as 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 soon as they think that you have a creative mindset, and you'll get approached to do lots of projects, and you'll have this freedom now to to uh, to work on anything you want. And what you'll start doing is you'll start taking on a lot of projects. And if you're working in the uh, make money online space, and that's what I know a lot of people do, you're like. You'll be in a position where like, oh, should I do a, a software as a service project? Should I, do, should I do the niche site thing? Should I, you know, there's just all these, should I just start blogging and trying to build a brand? Should I do podcasting? And I think what a lot of people do is they try to do them all. And, and, I've, and I have done that. And what happens is you become mediocre at best at all of them and none of them move forward at the pace that you want. So you really have to kind of dial it back. And you really have to serialize this thing. And, if, and, uh, and that's what being a serial entrepreneur is about, is you really kind of got to get each project to a finishing point, at least to where you could uh, move on to the next one. Because if you don't, you'll make that mistake, and none of your stuff will lift off the ground uh, as fast as you want it. And then you'll think that your whole, your whole journey is a failure. So it's, I wasn't making the traction as, I, as quickly as I wanted to. But what I realized was I was just trying to work on too many things, and, I, and all of them were moving at a snail's pace. But as soon as I started focusing on one thing, uh, it really skyrocketed. And I have to remind myself of that a lot because I get approached quite a bit to do new cool things. And being an entrepreneur, you want to do all those cool new things, and some of them sound like a total blast. But you, you just don't have time for all of them. So you have to say, you have to say no to uh, some good things to so that you could have a lot of great things. That's kind of my failure is kind of the failure to, to say no. And, it, and it's caused some of my projects that I didn't give enough. Um, I had to dump some projects that I just didn't give enough time to that I, I may circle back around, but they kind of failed uh, just because I didn't give them the, the, the nurturing that they needed. I attribute a lot of the success on Entrepreneur on Fire, Daniel, just to that, that I was able to just focus on a seven-day-a-week podcast and not worry about anything else, not worry about the blogging and the social media and everything else that can come up with other entrepreneurial possibilities because all these opportunities do start coming up. You can start speaking on a monthly basis and traveling to different parts of the country and even the world. And those are great opportunities. You need to weigh them when they come. But until you really become a master in your niche, until you really dominate your area of expertise that you're looking to go for, the real valuable opportunities are not going to come. So 
you did a great job, Daniel, kind of sharing with us why you struggled at the beginning, but we really want to hear a story. I really want you to tell us of a time that you failed and really take us there with you, the heartache and the, the difficulty, the stress, the anxiety. Tell us that story. Uh, sure. One of the projects that I partnered on some, with somebody was we were filling out, if, if you go out to fill out any kind of government forms, um, right now you can't because they're all closed down. But at the time, if you <laughs> wanted to do some new business stuff, you have to go to the, to the IRS and fill out a form. And the IRS does a terrible, terrible job at showing you how to fill out these forms. They ask crazy questions. It would be basically like trying to fill out your tax forms just through the IRS. What we did was we simplified a very basic process of just getting your EIN, which is the number that you need uh, for banks and to file your taxes under a new business. Uh, you can get that free online uh, through the IRS, but it's hard to find. And they ask uh, crazy questions that you don't, and most people don't under, understand how to do that. So all we basically did was simplified it and asked the asked better questions and made it easy for people. Uh, there were some competitors in that niche, and we charged for that, and we filed it, and we got it to you back in 24 hours. Uh, there were some competitors in that niche uh, as well, and it was really just a uh, it was an AdWords game. So you would spend five thousand dollars worth of AdWords and make six or seven thousand uh, dollars gross, so two thousand dollars net. A, a day or a month, however you wanted to do that, and uh, had some success there. But the, the problem was I couldn't, I couldn't, I couldn't get enough knowledge about AdWords on how to beat the competition, and, and it was because I was too busy doing uh, other things. So eventually, we just got kind of frustrated and found out that it that it was just not worth it. But the problem is, is, is it is totally worth it because uh, knowing some of these competitors, I see what they're doing, and I know all it is for them is they just kept on. Um, they kept on plugging through and they figured out the AdWords game on how to beat their competitors. So I think we just closed it down uh, too early. Um, if I could have not had so many other things on my plate and I could have simply just focused on that and treated that less of a, less like a side project, like a little side dangling project, um, that could have been a, a great moneymaker. And I, and I kind of, re- I kind of resent shutting it down so quickly. That's a great story for so many reasons because, Daniel, you had this opportunity to really focus 100%, become the master of that domain and stay cutting edge. So whenever Google AdWords had a little change, you would be all over it and you would be that person or that company that's taking advantage of all these different things while the other people are slower to react and and you're just, you know, instead of having that $2,000 net profit, now it's $20,000 because you found that little niche that's exposed just for a little while. And that's what you can do when you're 100% focused is on the game. And what I would love for you to do, Daniel, for Fire Nation, give us the one clear lesson that you learned really overall from these failures and challenges that you face as an entrepreneur. Just break it down into one sentence for us. You hear it a lot, but you have, you have to say no to, to certain things. If you're not going to give it your full, full attention, at least for a certain time span, if you're not going to see it through, uh, you just have to say no. I saw somebody say it's either a hell yes or it's a no. So if you're not completely pumped about it, uh, just say no. And don't even just say maybe some other time. Just really just say no and keep on uh, focusing on what you're doing right now. That's great. And that's actually a past guest, Yannick Silver, did an incredible video. It's either a hell yes, Fire Nation, like you are fired up and you are going to give it your all, or it's a no. If it's a, oh yeah, that sounds kind of good, that's a no. It's either a hell yes or a no. So 
Daniel, let's move forward because your journey, yeah, it's obviously has some struggles and some failures and some challenges because you need to have those if you're going to get to the next level. That's how we learn as entrepreneurs. That's how we progress along our journey. But you've also had some aha moments when the clouds parted, the sun just shined through and you said, this is me now. This is something that I can say hell yes to. So Daniel, Tell us that story when you had an aha moment. Then take us through the steps that you took to turn that moment into success. My aha moment is really has to have it has to do a lot with just how I left corporate America. And I remember I got on a, like a productivity kick at 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 my job. And I remember I kind of logged everything I did uh, during the day. And I remember looking going back at at the log. And it was one of those things where like for over two days I had like eleven meetings, and none of those meetings were really about what I was supposed to be doing. They were all about covering my or, or trying to deflect blame or trying to sell what I'm trying to do. It was like my job really was just going there to kind of protect myself. And that's all everybody was building these little, uh, these little castles of, of trying to protect their job. It really wasn't what we were trying. We weren't trying to, to move forward and innovate or anything like that. It was just like, we we're trying to just protect ourselves. And, and it killed me that, that, that was what I, was part of. And then I remember hearing somebody on a podcast talking about, uh, you know, look at your, you know, if you're, if you want to stay in corporate America, look at your bosses and that's, you know, if they leave or if you're, if you get promoted, that's what you're going to be like. And, and you, you may be more dynamic in them and it may change, uh, a certain degree, but that's really where you're heading. And, and you could change it a, a little bit. You could be a different boss, a better leader, something like that. But it, overall, they're a, that's what you're going to be. And if that's not what you want to be, you need to get out now. And I, and I remember looking at my bosses and saying, Oh my gosh, I don't, I don't want to be like my boss. I don't want to be like my boss's boss. Like there's nobody at this company anymore that I would really appreciate living their life. Um, you know, certainly the money is good, but they're working tons of hours and they're, they're putting up with the same, um, corporate politics. And that's when I just said, this is enough is enough. I'm going to have to take, I'm going to have to take drastic measures. And I'm going to have to make a massive action. And that's when I decided to start kind of building my exit plan. So that was my aha moment. So from there on, uh, I started treating my, my corporate job as kind of my side gig. And I, tried, I, started, I turned my side gig uh, into my, my real job. And it, and it really, that just helped me kind of get through the last few months. Um, and, and it was great. It, and it actually, it, it, it let me be happy during those last few months where it just got more miserable and more miserable. So, Daniel, you had a family, you had a mortgage, you had a wife and kids who were relying on you, and there's a lot of listeners right now that are in that situation. So, kind of walk us through a blueprint of things that you did that you really feel like the listeners could take away that are in a very similar situation that you were, unhappy at their job, looking to break out. What did you do? What steps can they follow that will really put them on that right path? Sure, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to find an idea that you're gonna have to follow along and try to get that idea and validate it as soon as possible. So, what I would recommend is keep a, an idea journal, uh, get pretty disciplined, and start writing down ten business ideas a day. If you could do that, and no matter you know, almost do it like a brainstorming exercise. If you could do that for thirty days straight, you're gonna have a big, massive list of ideas, and you can kind of distill those down into your like your top ten, and then you can kind of start figuring out how to validate those ideas. I like to use uh, AdWords or Facebook ads um, to validate if that's a product that you could put out there, if somebody is willing to listen to you. And that's probably too much to talk about there, but you've got to kind of get a side gig 
going at that time and, and really work through it. So you're going to have to put in some hours afterwards, especially if you're going to leave corporate America with a high paying job and a family. I'm definitely not condoning you just quit, but you can quit in your mind and turn that corporate job into your, your side, into your side gig while you, while you figure this other stuff out. So the blueprint is find an idea, uh, start validating it right away. And then start trying to find your very, very first customer. And if you can find your very first customer, you could soon turn that into three. And then you could start thinking about possibly leaving. Uh, because if you could do it once, if you could do it three times, you could definitely figure out a way to um, uh, really kind of blow that up. If you can imagine having, if you could put all your full time into it, you can imagine that it's going to be very easy to double, triple, you know, move over, you know, 10 times as many customers. So, uh, that's the blueprint. I think a, a great way to step into this world is consulting. Whatever you're getting paid for at your job right now, somebody else is willing to pay you for it. Uh, consulting, I don't necessarily always like because you still do have a boss. You still are chasing clients and stuff like that. But it's a great stepping stone to to get to that freedom. And it's something that sometimes you could turn around and uh, really accelerate your exit plan uh, just by getting a good high paying consulting job. Um, so that's definitely another way to go. And Daniel, let's really be clear with Fire Nation what a customer is. A customer is not a brother-in-law that says, yeah, that's a really good idea. I'd pay for that. A customer is somebody that actually takes out their wallet and hands over money for something that really validates it. I mean, until somebody pays for something, that's not really a customer. So, so many people have gone down that road of just having this really false sense of, yes, this is going to work and not really validating it with that financial end. Is that something that you're a believer in? Uh, totally. You need a real, real paying customer, the first one, because it, it totally validates what you're doing. And it's because it's, when you walk around with your business ideas, a lot of people, your friends are going to tell you, oh, that sounds great. That sounds great. But it's not great until somebody actually pays you for it that probably you didn't know at all. Uh, now, it doesn't mean that you can't, per, you know, you can't travel through your your personal network and find out great business ideas through them and partner with them and build something that, that meets their needs. Like if you're a friend with a chiropractor or, and you, and you, you're thinking about building a product that he needs, you could also need to validate that through other chiropractors, but that's a, that's a great way to go. But just like you said, it can't be your brother-in-law saying, yeah, I would, I would definitely buy a product <laughs> like that. So Daniel, have you had an, I've made a moment? It's a, it's a lot of moments. I, I've gotten to ask that question quite a bit, but Mainly, it's like when I'm still working in my pajamas till 1030 and I see all these people uh, commute. I remember one time when I was out on a morning jog, not a, you know, not a worry in the world. I, I work kind of in sprints, so I'll work really, really hard and then I'll take some time off. I remember I was just in one of these down periods where I haven't really worked for a couple of weeks and just kind of going on a morning jog and seeing everybody kind of commute on their way to work and just it was so early and so beautiful and then all of a sudden the traffic came and I remember just looking around and saying, you know, this is awesome. That is a powerful moment, Daniel. Thank you for sharing that. And that is what it's all about. You do work hard. You do work in those sprints. And as entrepreneurs, when you do that, you set yourself up to really take a step back and enjoy those moments when you're not having to just be all in the game. So Daniel, what I really want to do now is bring things to present time. I want to talk about today and things that you have going on right now, because you do work in sprints. You do have a lot of different things that you're really focused on right now that are exciting. So share with Fire Nation one thing that's just really got you going right now, today. Okay, this is awesome. Super excited to talk about this. I love talking about this because it has nothing to do with, with uh, technology or uh, internet marketing. Uh, in this space, a lot of people are, are really um, 
they get frustrated because they think they have to build, they have to build a software product or they have to build, or they have to end up in that trap where they're an internet marketer teaching other people how to intermarket to internet market that circle. Uh, right now I, um, I produce a youth baseball tournament with a totally unique format, uh, that's different than all other baseball tournaments. And last year I, I launched it. I launched it just like I would like an internet product, which is really interesting. I used, uh, Facebook ads got had uh, had some success last year, but this year we expanded out to more cities across Texas, and it completely blew up. So when I uh, when we turned it on for signups and ready to launch it, uh, we had teams that sold out like in minutes and crashed the servers. And this thing is it's going bananas. So right now I'm uh, I'm entertaining getting uh, a big title sponsor and uh, taking it nationwide for next year really excited about this because I love it because it has nothing. It's, it's an event. It's, it's one weekend a year and I love it that it has nothing really to do with technology. I have a nice website and I beat other tournaments because I could do registration better and I could market a lot better than them and things like that. So it, it does still, I still treat it like an internet marketing product just from, from marketing purpose. But I love, love, love that, um, the kids are having so much fun at this tournament. It's a really unique format. Um, That'd be kind of hard to explain on here, but it's just totally different. And I love getting the feedback from the parents and the kids. And I love the idea that I'm affecting, uh, impacting so many lives. I mean, we tr- truly are uh, making incredible memories for these kids. Daniel, that is so powerful. That is something we're definitely going to link to in the show notes. And, and what I really love is that when I asked you what you're excited about, I mean, you really come across very passionate on a normal level, but it just stepped up to the next game because this is obviously something that really does light your fire inside. And you can just tell that this is something that you could sit down and just talk to somebody about a complete stranger for hours and explain it to them and why it's awesome and in the lives that you're impacting. So just, I have to commend you for that. Yeah, thanks. I'm, I'm really excited about it. What I love about it again is, is I, I like the idea that it's, it's not even an, an internet thing. There's no code involved. It's not even a, it's, it's an event. So it's just, but it's still just, it's a, still a startup. It's still an a business idea I, I had. And it, and it just kind of goes to show you that you don't have to, you don't have to be an internet guru to, to figure this stuff out. You could uh, make um, plenty of money. This, this thing in seven days, it's, it's going to, it's gross 60 K uh, in seven days. So uh, next year it's going it's to be in probably about 30 more cities. So it, uh, it's a big deal. It's it's a baseball tournament. So it's, I hope that can inspire some people that it, it could be anything. It, you don't have to come up with the next Facebook or uh, the next uh, other tech site or software as a service product. It, it could be anything. Daniel, that is inspiring for so many reasons. And I'm really excited to link up to that in the show notes page so people can really check out where your inspiration right now is lying. And we're going to take a quick minute to thank our sponsors. Focus. Follow one course until success. That's not the first time you've heard me say these words. That's because I truly believe that maintaining focus is key to success. But as busy entrepreneurs who are constantly challenged by the distractions that seem to follow us everywhere we go, it's tough to maintain that focus day in and day out. That's why I want to tell you about Alpha Brain. Alpha Brain is a supplement created by Onnit, a health and wellness brand that has one goal in mind with all of its products. Total human optimization. On its flagship nootropic, Alpha Brain, is an all-natural supplement that's designed to be a one-stop 
powerhouse for helping the body boost neurotransmitter levels, bringing the mind to the top of its game. So if you find yourself having trouble focusing throughout the day, then I encourage you to check out On It and their supplement, Alpha Brain. Get 10% off your purchase by going to onit.com slash fire. O-N-N-I-T dot com slash fire. Calling all entrepreneurs and small business owners. When you're responsible for managing multiple platforms for your business by yourself, wouldn't it be nice to know there's a software solution out there that can help streamline? Well, there is. Entreport is an all-in-one small business management platform that integrates all the software an entrepreneur such as yourself needs to start, systemize, and scale your business. They make it easy to set up and automate your business, and when coupled with Entreport's expert implementation, done-for-you services, and award-winning customer support, you've got the power to focus on building your business. So stop managing different areas of your business from multiple platforms. Entreport integrates things like your shopping cart, CRM, your website, and email marketing tools all in one powerful solution. The result? Dane Maxwell, co-founder of the foundation, has seen a 500% increase in revenue, an 80% increase in new customers, and a 10% increase in customer retention. Go to entreport.com slash fire to learn more today. And this is a perfect segue to my favorite part of the show. We're about to enter the lightning round. And this is where I get to ask you a series of questions and you come back at us Fire Nation style with amazing and mind-blowing answers. Does that sound like a plan? Sounds good. Let's go. What was holding you back from becoming an entrepreneur? I, w- I was always entrepreneurial and even as I worked for corporate America, but what was holding me back was just I was, I was really caught up in that brainwash thing. I thought I was exactly where I needed needed to be. I was moving up the corporate ladder uh, fairly quick. Uh, I thought what I was doing was the norm. Uh, So the only thing that was holding me back was just kind of a a moment where I needed to open my eyes. So as soon as my eyes were open, I made the jump fairly quick. So I was just caught up in this whole, you know, go to school, get a job, work up the corporate ladder, you know, try to get as high as you can, try to retire when you're 80. I I was trapped in that. And I really believed that that was the way it was supposed to be. What is the best advice, Daniel, you've ever received? About consuming less and produce more. Right now, we're a society that you, we're just consuming. You go there and you consume information, you consume products, you consume other people's business ideas. Whatever you're consuming, you could turn around and produce that. So always make sure that you're trying to be really cognizant of all the things like that. So when you're using products, you could also be producing those products. And I try to really instill that in my kids. And, and that baseball tournament is a perfect example about that. When my son plays baseball at a high level, we pay a lot of money to go to these tournaments. I was like, I need to get in on this. Here's my idea. Turn it around and produce something rather than consuming it all the time. Can you share one of your personal habits that you believe attributes to your success? Uh, sure. I'm super, super curious. I always want behind-the-scenes look. Uh, you know, if, if, you, if you're a bar owner and I know you, I want to know how the bar really works behind the scenes. I want to know, you know the, the pain points. I want to know what it's like to run the bar, funny stories, all that stuff. Uh, I really, I really like that. And I don't do that always for a sense of like, that could be my next business idea. Although that is a great way to do that. Hmm. I just, I'm really, I'm really curious about the behind the scenes things. Like even with your stuff, I'm always like, I wonder what his, his format is and how many of these he pumps out a week. And uh, I just love learning from people. Awesome. Well, we just published our first income report where we pull back the curtain, Daniel, so you can see it all. <laughs> awesome. Do you have an internet resource like an Evernote that you are in love with that you can share with our listeners? 
yeah, this one's not as uh, I love Evernote, but this one's not as powerful as that. But I love uh, uh, I love PicMonkey at PicMonkey.com. It's a place where you could do graphics, and you can make beautiful graphics and and not and know nothing about graphics at all. So if you are an upstart and you don't want to pay a, a graphic artist to create things, especially for for Facebook images and things like that, you could you could do really beautiful, amazing graphics uh, for free, and uh, you could pay for their premium version, which is like $20 a year. And it, you do stuff that just blows people away. Uh, and it just it allows you to move quicker. So I, I love it. I was just going to say that it allows you to move quicker because that's all we use at Entrepreneur on Fire for social media. We're able to do daily posts on Facebook, Twitter, Google+, wherever, so quickly using PicMonkey. So thank you for bringing up that resource. It doesn't get talked about nearly enough because it's amazing and anybody can utilize it immediately. And Fire Nation, you can find the links to this resource and everything that we've mentioned in today's episode at eofire.com slash Daniel Himmel. Daniel, if you could recommend one book for our listeners, what would it be? I really like $100 Startup by Chris Gillibo. I think, I think he did a great job of following a lot of uh, uh, case studies that weren't all technology. Some of them, I mean, he has a, a mattress company in there, uh, a company that, uh, that I've worked with. They do uh, triathlon training. Just It runs the gambit, and I think it really gives you a good idea that it can be that it could be anything. And I think it does a good job of saying you could, you really can start with $100. It's so true. And Fire Nation, if you haven't already, you can get the audio version of this book for free at eofirebook.com. That's eofirebook.com. And Daniel, this next question is my favorite, but it's kind of tricky. So take your time, digest it, then come back at us with an answer. Imagine you woke up tomorrow morning in a brand new world, identical to Earth, but you knew no one. You still have all the experience and knowledge you currently have, your food and shelter taken care of, but all you have is a laptop and $500. What would you do in the next seven days? What I would do is I would, I would find a charity that you really like in the area, and I would try to get involved with their... Uh, um, Every charity usually has a gala or a ball, a fundraising gala or a ball. I would get involved with volunteering for that, and that does a uh, that does a couple things. That'll get you uh, uh, that'll get you plugged into. Typically, the people that are running these things are uh, are businessmen, businesswomen that have been retired. So you get plugged into a really good network of people, and, and uh, once you have that, you're doing two things. You're also helping. I think you're you're fulfilling a need to contribute. And uh, I think you'll, you'll start building your personal network filled up with really high quality people that can, one, uh, help you with your next business idea, or two, uh, plug you into a lot of other people that you can consult with. Like I mentioned earlier, I think you, uh, I would immediately start going uh, the consulting route uh, just to get some money in the bank. And then I would immediately start, start um, uh, building my idea. A journal, uh, just like I mentioned earlier in the podcast, is I would start, I would, uh, I would be disciplined and try to write down ten ideas a day for thirty days, and then I would come up and take those best five ideas, and I would probably validate them on the internet using some sort of uh, mechanism, AdWords or Facebook ads, and start trying to build my business, find my first customer, then find my third, and then I would just uh, move on from there. Daniel Himmel, 41 years old, four kids. He had the golden handcuffs of corporate America latching him to his desk. He broke away Fire Nation, and he didn't do it in his 20s. 
So there is so much to take away from this interview. I just really enjoyed it from every level, Daniel. Hearing your journey was super inspiring for me. Give Fire Nation one parting piece of guidance, then share the best way that we can connect with you, and then we'll say goodbye. One piece of guidance is, is really start with your idea journal. If, if you haven't broken off into the entrepreneur world, but you're, you're sitting there waiting, just like the quote said, you've got, you've got to do something. And an easy, no pressure way to do something is start this idea journal and start those off. And, and you're going to come up out of all those hundreds of ideas that you come up with, you're going to come up with five that, that may work. And I know that you're going to have one that will work if you put the right amount of effort into it and find the right resources. Uh, more guidance is don't go out there and buy the latest uh, right away. Don't go buy the next program. Don't go buy how to be a billionaire in one day on the internet. Use the free resources like this podcast, uh, other podcasts. Get those resources down first and, and, and employ the just-in-time learning. You know, get your side up first and, and things like that. Um, best way to get a, a hold of me is, is on LinkedIn. Uh, that's pretty much the only social platform I, I use. I don't have a big personal brand. Uh, but I am doing something really cool uh, because a lot of people reached out to me is if you go to supersmallstartups.com this fall, I'm going to be taking a, uh, uh, taking an idea and I'm going to take you from how I found the idea all the way to my first customer uh, right there, kind of in a fishbowl style with you looking over my shoulder uh, for free. Uh, it may fail miserably, uh, but it may be completely awesome too. So I don't know what it is. Uh, I do have my idea journal going. I have a, a few ideas ready to roll. And it's going to be fun to kind of do that right in front of people. Well, Daniel, it could fail miserably and still be awesome because we learn so much from failures. We learn so much from successes. We learn so much from just being in the game. And that's what you're going to be doing. So we'll link up both of those in the show notes, Fire Nation, Daniel's LinkedIn profile, as well as super small startups. Dot com And Daniel, Fire Nation is well aware they can find the links to everything that we've talked about, resources, books, you, in the archives at eofire.com. Also, just type in the word Daniel in the search bar. He'll come right up. Daniel, thank you for being so generous with your time, your expertise, and experience. Fire Nation salutes you, and we'll catch you on the flip side. Thank you. What if I told you that thousands of your customers are looking to shop on the go? Imagine how many celebrations you could help me complete if your e-commerce store was available on mobile devices. With Shopify, you'll get a mobile e-commerce version of your site for free. Are you ready for one of the world's leading e-commerce platforms? Shopify is offering a 14-day trial and 20% off for life at shopify.com slash fire. Thank you so much for joining us today on Entrepreneur on Fire. Head on over to eofire.com for full recaps of every show, our amazing blog articles and resources, and just plain fun. Your entrepreneurial journey awaits, so prepare to ignite. 